0: Romans chapter 13 Romans chapter 13 Whenever you're there Say amen Mm -hmm. amen. The very first paragraph Is Be subject To the higher powers Verses 1 through 7 Be Subject To the higher powers Verses 1 through 7. Now remember that verses 12 through 16, 16 are what we would call uh, practical Christianity. Um, Basically, these are the things that should be happening in a Christian's life uh, as they walk in God's redemption plan. And if we do not see these things happening in the life of a believer, then what needs to happen is they need to go back to Romans six, seven, and eight, and make sure that they're walking according to God's redemption plan. These should be a na- these these are natural should be should be natural outflows of walking in the Spirit, which is. Having your faith placed in Christ and the cross on a daily basis. If you do that, if you place your faith in Christ and the cross on a daily basis, you're walking in the spirit. And if you're walking in the spirit, scripture says that you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. If you find that the lusts of the flesh are being fulfilled in your life, then the problem is is that you're not walking in the spirit, which What's really happening is your your faith is not in Christ and the cross; it's in something else, and that's where we. A lot of ministers teach or preach practical Christianity, and it's right, but how to perform it, nobody can tell you. <laughs> Somebody would preach or teach. We need to love our neighbors. We need to submit to authority. We need to not have envy and jealousy and all these things that we teach it. And and if you're sitting in the congregation the minister's teaching that and you're saved and you love the Lord with all of her heart, you say amen because you know that you need to do it. But you find that you're convicted because you don't do it. And at the end of the message by the minister, he either doesn't give you an answer or he gives you the wrong answer in the sense of we should be doing this, and in order, what you need to do that will help you do this is to do such and such. Is, you know, pray, uh, you know, uh, to, uh, like three hours a day. Hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> if you do that, then you'll be able to love your neighbor as yourself. What the pastor is saying is that if you do this, God will give you a supply of grace. To be able to perform what you need to perform. But if that's the case. Then what he's supplying is not grace. Because grace is unmerited. It's a gift. So in the sense is that you earned it. Because you pray three hours a day. If I pray three. If you pray three hours a day. Then the Lord will give you. The moving and operation of the Holy Spirit. Power. In your life. Your daily life. To not gossip. Because we know gossip is wrong. You say it. You know it's wrong. <laughs> and we have. And it's. The minister. To be honest. Just doesn't know the answer. So he does his best. And he preaches. The only thing he knows. Which is just. At that point. It'd be works and law. And. What happens is. Because it doesn't work. It has to constantly change. So one. One. This time it's three hours of prayer. next time it's fasting. The next time it's... I mean, you know, you've probably heard the different messages. And because we don't know the answer. If I give you... If I teach you or preach to you Romans chapter 12, 13, 14. Any type of practical Christianity. But I never tell you how to do it. How to perform it. Then I haven't given you anything. All I've done is just incense, kind of heat condemnation on you because you already, you already know that you need to do it and you can't do it. <laughs> so now you're already, you're already trying to perform it. And now I've told you in order to perform that you need to perform something else. So now I'm just giving you something else to perform. And then if you can't perform that, then now you're really beat up because. Chris performed the first and then can't perform the second and then it's just (laughs) they say you know you're like, well, I'm not even saved. I'm not probably not even (laughs) saved. And the whole time we think, man, the minister, man, they they I don't know how they can do it, and the truth is they can't, and they're not. The proper way to teach practical Christianity is to point you to the answer. It's not that we don't teach it or preach practical Christianity. And that's one of the things that sometimes one of the messages is, oh, well, we just don't even teach that. Well, no, we do. Just there's only one way to actually be able to perform it. And it's through faith in Christ and the cross. And that's where you get the power of the Holy Spirit in your heart and life on a daily basis. And you didn't do anything to earn it. You just place your faith in Christ. And that's where you'll find the power of the Holy Spirit available to you at all times, whenever you need it. And that's re- that, that's real Christianity. And some people would consider that, as my dad said, a bit radical, but that's, that's what would be considered normal <laughs> biblical Christianity. Hmm. All right, so let's get into this. Be subject to the higher power. So this is something that we should be seeing in the life of a Christian who's operating by faith and grace. Uh, verses 1 through 7. So let's go ahead and read verses 1 through 7. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God powers that be ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resists the power, resists the ordinance of God, and they who resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Will you then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and you shall have praise of the saints. For he is the minister of God to you for good. But if you do that which is evil, be afraid. For he bears not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger, to execute wrath upon him who does evil. Wherefore, you must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For for this cause pay you tribute also. For they are God's ministers attending continually upon this very thing. Render, therefore, to all their dues tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. So what we're going to see Paul is addressing the Christian's duty towards... Civil government, which obviously we're gonna, you will have to go into it very much. You'll be able to spot and see some things that have taken place in this nation that are not right. Now, remember, Paul's talking to believers here, we're not talking to unbelievers. We know that unbelie- unbelievers are going to operate. They're going to rebel against God's ways. That's just how it is. Unbelievers are going to rebel against civil government because. But Paul points things out about civil government here. It actually says that it's of God. It's God ordained. So the apostle now passes yeah passes to the duty of Christians toward civil government and the laws of the country in which they live, Jews in that day of the Roman Empire were notoriously bad citizens. (laughs) Many held to Deuteronomy chapter 17 verse 15, which uh, basically uh, they took as, don't acknowledge a Gentile as your king. So they many held in Deuteronomy chapter seventeen verse fifteen that to acknowledge a Gentile ruler as such was sinful. That's that's how they viewed it. So what they did was they rebelled against Rome. We're going to rebel against the government because we're Jewish. And we're of God, and they're Gentiles, and Jews are better than Je- oh wait. Whoa. See, there's that. Oh, that's not right. Law and its representatives are of God, and as such are entitled to honor and obedience from Christians. Now We, as Christians if we get the president in office that we want praise God everything's good but if we don't get the one that we want in office and um, just think about this for your own hearts and lives now is your first response or reaction to honor him, no. to pray for him, <laughs> and do you recognize that even though I might not have voted for that man, the office that he holds is ordained by God. Yeah, and therefore he reser- he deserves, he deserves honor and respect. Yeah. He's okay. You don't have to blurt it out, but like, be honest in your own heart. Like, ah, ah. Wherever it is possible to obey civil government, that is when it—that's—it's when it does not violate biblical authority. Paul lays down the rule that civil government is a divine institution. For the maintenance and order in the world, and it is to be submitted to and obeyed by Christians within the whole sphere of its legitimate authority. If you're a Christian and a police officer pulls you over, and maybe he is being a jerk, and maybe he is being way over the top, but as a Christian, what we see in Scripture is that that police officer still deserves honor, yeah. and that no matter how rude he is, right. it's not so much the man; it's the position that you respect. Right, and that it's ordained by God. The idea isn't that God has hand selected every person in civil government. That's not the idea. The idea is that civil government as a whole right. has been ordained by God. Right. So if we as believers take the stance that we're going to rebel against civil government as a whole, which and if it doesn't violate any scriptural, that's the that's the key thing. The moment it violates scripture, it's a different story. But if it doesn't, If we take the stance that we're going to rebel, I hate to break it to you, but you're rebelling against God. Yeah. That's how, that's how God views it. And that's what Paul bears out here. The higher the power powers speaks of human government. It is God's will that government exists. Without government
1: checks. Not
0: checks. Not checks, <laughs> not checks <laughs> but Checks, you know, like checks and balances in government. Without government checks, we would be chaos. Right. If there was no law enforcement, I hate break it to you, we would be chaos.
1: Yeah.
0: People could murder at will, they could steal. Yeah. All these things could just happen because there's no check in it. So a, a Christian that takes the stance That they're going to rebel against the authority of police. Mm -hmm. You're rebelling against God. Because he has ordained that police exist. Yes. Authority in human government and all matters involved in it are recognized as from God and should be treated accordingly. Anyone who sets himself against the authorities withstands what has been instituted by God. Damnation here refers to punishment coming through the human authority being resisted and not salvation. Basically, if you human government has been ordained by God, the law, law enforcement ordained by God, you rebel against it, and then you're punished by human government, you've received the damnation that was meant. You rebel against the government, against the law enforcement, and then you got arrested because you rebelled. What Paul's saying here is that what did you expect to happen?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> God allowed it because God ordained human government and law enforcement to exist. So don't be surprised. When in your rebellion of a God-ordained entity, you suffer, (laughs) and not for the sake of Christ either. (laughs) The civil magistrate, saved or unsaved, is a servant of God in the sense that since God has instituted human government as a means of regulating the affairs of the human race, a magistrate who carries out the law acts as a servant of God. A police officer who carries out the law acts as a servant of God. Yeah. If it if didn't exist, we would go right back to every man did what was right in his own eyes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what the result was of that, right? Mm-hmm. The earth had to be flooded. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And sometimes, honestly, as Christians, we act like... We want to go back to that yeah. because maybe the human government or law enforcement doesn't do everything perfect. We talk about unsaved, saved and unsaved people alike all in human government fall in a fallen world and because not everything is done perfectly we just up in arms and think, well, this has got to stop. This has got to end. We could, then we got to do something about this human being. It's ordained by God. It didn't say that every single decision is, every single action is, but the institution itself is. Christians are subject to the law of the land. That is, if it does not violate the word of God. And that's the key. We're subject to the higher powers or government, civil government, as long as it doesn't violate the Word of God, the moment that civil government attempts to push something on you that would violate the Word of God, that's when you have the release it's scripturally to say no. Because the word of God is higher than the human government.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Christians should obey the law not out of fear of consequences, but because it is the right thing to do. Right. That changes everything. A lot of times we obey out of fear of consequences. Right. Not because, well, it's the right thing to do. <laughs> See, I, this is where I say, if you're truly walking by faith and grace, faith in Christ and what he's done. And because you do that every day, the grace of God comes to you. If you're walking like that in the spirit, I'm telling you that you will naturally submit yourself to government. Yeah, You will naturally submit yourself to the laws of the land and you'll obey them simply because they're right.
2: Can I give a, uh, just a quick little example of that, just to really... You got two people, uh, two different people driving down the interstate at 70 miles an hour. 70 miles an hour is speed limit. And you ask one, Hey, uh, why are you, uh, why are you going 70? Because that's the speed limit. The other one, why are you going 70? Because there's cops out. That's the difference in what you're talking about. One is only going the speed limit because there are police officers up. <laughs> and he otherwise, he might be gone 80. <laughs> the other one, because it's the law, and it's the right thing to do. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's the difference, you know, the problem one that none of us actually follow very well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Except for Tanner. Yeah. And that's where I hope that i sense that, because we all know we don't do none of this stuff perfectly. (laughs) If you do, I would love to meet you and shake your (laughs) hand. But, I'm saying, when we're walking in God's redemption plan, and our faith really is in Christ and the cross, it's not, this isn't something that we have to labor and try to perform. It's a natural outflow. We'll naturally obey The speed limit. We won't try to get away with anything. (laughs) Because it remember Christ's likeness being formed in you. Perfection. (laughs) Christians should oh, this is a good one. (laughs) Christians should follow the taxation laws and not cheat the system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because there are loopholes that we all know about. I say all, I mean, you know. People. They got loopholes, man. In my job, if I want to pay less in taxes, all I got to do is file something that's not true. Instead of filing married or hmm, and none, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> instead of filing married and none because they're gonna tax me or married and none. I can just file married and none. What? <laughs> and if I file married and nine, they're gonna take less taxes out of each paycheck. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, I'll just, you know, change you back. Say, well, yeah, but you end up having to pay those taxes. True, you are going to end up having to pay those taxes at the end of the year, but you cheated the system.
1: Yep. Well, no, I didn't.
0: They didn't. You are truthful. Yeah. Truthful is married and known.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: If me and Sarah go minister... Somewhere, and they give us some type of love offering. According to the law of the land, I gotta pay taxes on it. Right. Now, I could cheat the system, not pay taxes on it, and just not even show it in my taxes at the end of the year. But if I did that, I broke the law of the land. So, as for me and Sarah, we'll be paying taxes. Yes. <laughs> and we, we keep track of that and we take care of that. But you see what I'm saying? You, you can cheat. You can cheat the system. Yeah. If you want. You'd be surprised how many Christians
1: Yeah. cheat the system.
0: <laughs> but that's not Christ. That's not.
1: No, it's not.
0: That's not Christ likeness. After all, it's the law of the land. That was the whole idea when they said, hey, is it right, Jesus? Is it right to pay taxes to Caesar? Remember, the Gentiles, I mean the Gentiles, the Jews took the approach that if you basically call another man a a Gentile, King, oh that's sin. So that was their approach, that was their attack on Jesus. Let's see what he says to this. Because if he does, then that's sin. And so Jesus, of course, sees their roses and all that. And he says, Bring me, show me the coin. Yeah. Whose picture is on it? Mm-hmm. Caesar. Okay, so give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Yeah. And give to God
2: what's God because they weren't doing that either. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. So.
0: The law of the land is a faith act. And we are to submit ourselves to the Are to respect all civil servants from the lowest to the highest. Alright, is there any questions on that section?
2: I think it's very, that's a very important thing you're talking about. It's something that we really need to pay attention to because, say, well, you know, everybody, you know, Everybody gets out of packs, everybody does it. No, maybe so, but just because everybody's doing, it, it's not like what we used to tell our kids all the time. Just because everybody's doing it doesn't mean you should, and then we become adults and we do the same thing. Absolutely. <laughs> and, but as a believer, which is really where you're coming from, as a believer, we represent not just ourselves, we represent it's another kingdom. We represent the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we just can't just go around doing stuff like that. Yeah. And, and because it can actually hurt our witness right. uh, for Christ and the gospel is more important than anything else. So right. if I, by doing my duty and paying my taxes and not trying to cheat where as somebody might see that I'm doing the same thing that everybody else is doing and go. Well, uh, you know, he calls himself a Christian. He's supposed to be different and everything, but he you know he's just like everybody else. He just cheats like everybody else, you know. And uh and it just and then that can hurt the, the gospel. And and that, as we've seen throughout Romans, this is Paul's whole approach, is always about what it's all about Christ. Yeah. It's not just about he's not actually all of a sudden making a U turn here or you know, doing one eighty and now, uh, let's talk about government. It's yes. all in relation to like, Christ, and so, and I just think that's really important, and also the respect that we show and the honor that we show those that are our leaders in any capacity, whether that be in church or in government or wherever. Uh, and I'm not saying that as you know, pastor, but, <laughs> but, but I just think that's that's very important um, for us to for us to do that on a regular basis. Yeah. what about when the law conflicts with the word of God well a good example of that would be abortion uh, just because the law of the land doesn't mean that we stand uh, and, and we, we can we, we, we definitely can't stand and say yeah we support that because it's the law of the land right. well, which goes to his point that the word of God that's, yeah. the word of God trumps the law of the land or so, if, if the law says that as a pastor Teacher, we cannot say things like homosexuality is wrong because that's hate speech, right? And then you can go to jail, so that's the law of the land. Okay, we're not going to say that anymore because that's the law of the land, no, because the word of God trumps that, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: And that's in Romans, will we just read, or where's that?
2: Yeah, that, that would cover
1: not that I don't believe you.
0: that would cover what mm-hmm. we just what we just okay. covered. That the amazing. law of the land is. Remember, the law of the land is really to keep the human race, especially unbelievers,
1: under Mm. control, in check. Yeah, Yeah. right. Mm. Yeah.
0: That's really because before man did what was right in his own eyes. Mm. Yeah. And boy, that can't we can't have that happen. We gotta flood the whole earth because the wickedness is so bad. It gets yeah. There's enough. There's no restraining force to keep it. Mm -hmm. in check, bottled up to any type of there's nothing there so we submit ourselves to the civil government because God has ordained civil government but the moment that that civil government goes against the word of God like an example that my dad just gave perfect well the civil government and the law of the land now says that I cannot preach Certain things, yeah. When the word of
1: God trumps you, so. Well, I always thought, like I always wondered about sneaking Bibles into China, which is something that they do a lot. Like, if that was a sin or whatever, but I guess not because. The
0: word of God trumps the yeah. Great commission. Right. Exactly.
1: So I always wondered because their laws are so against it, like if it was a sin or not. But that makes sense. And I do just want to remind everybody that these are effects of having like, your faith in Christ. That's why it comes right after this. So if you're struggling with something or if you maybe don't pay your taxes like you should, you just can't, you can't just do it all on your own. You know, like, ask the Lord to teach you how, I don't think any of you guys cheat your taxes. But if anybody who's watching, you know, in the past, that anybody who's watching maybe online that says, well, I'm struggling with that. Um, I'm just going to try harder. Uh, Just let the Lord help you and guide you in that. And, you know, it's an effect. It's not something that God is telling us, hey, you have to do this perfectly. Figure it out yourself how to do it. You know, so don't make yourself some fence laws or anything like we learned about. Um, yeah, but this is actually an effect. Of, if
0: yeah, if you're walking in the Spirit, you know, faith in Christ and the cross, you, you, you'll want to do these things. you would be yeah. wanting to. That's just like
2: the Holy with,
0: Spirit we like, preach on tithe. Mm-hmm. If you walk in the spirit, you, you want to pay tithe. I mean, right. you, you ready to write that check? Baby. Exactly. <laughs> so that's, see, the, that's really the, we, talk, we need to preach on tithe. And I'm not saying it's wrong for anybody to preach on tithe. What I'm saying is, if, the, if you got to give the right answer. Right, um, yeah. exactly. If you find that you're struggling to pay tithes, the will want to. Your faith might not be in the right thing. Exactly. Your faith is probably not in Christ and the cross. If it was, you'd be so ready to pay time. Right. You, it, it wouldn't even be about a certain amount. <laughs> Ten percent. And that's it, baby. It, it's not like that. <laughs> it's a form of worship. Lord, you've done so much for me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm I Yes. I have a robe of Righteousness. Because of what Christ has done. Mm-hmm. Everything I have is because of Jesus, mm-hmm. including my finances. Lord, it's all yours anyway. Right. You can have all of it if you want. He says, son, daughter, I just need 10%. Right. I just want 10%. No problem. Right. You mean to tell? See, that's normally we look at it backwards. Yes. God demands 10%. You mean, no, wait a minute, hold on. You mean to tell me he lets me keep 90%? Oh, come on. Of what he gives me? <laughs> That's it. Oh, uh, yeah, because it's all his. And it, you know, like, hey. Yeah. Real generous. Real generous. It yeah. <laughs> <You> really <laughs> is. My
2: goodness, you gonna let me
0: keep 90% of his money? Yeah. Of his money! So it's a nice
1: commission split. I'm saying. You, it's all
0: yours. And you provided it for me. Right, All of it. 100% is yours. But you telling me that I get to keep 90%. Yeah. Praise God. I'll give you 20%. 80 is is right? Because <laughs> it's all his. Amen. It's all his. But that, the point is that when you when your faith is right in Christ and the cross and everything that He's done for you and you're just walking in that, paying time is not hard. Yeah. <laughs> you just thank you, Lord. Exactly. He's so good, right? And i you don't even notice it, right. it ain't there. That's To be honest, I can't. I cannot right. even give you the reason why. I can give you scripturally, but in my head, why it works this way, I do not have an answer. It makes no sense. i pay tithes, and it seems like there's just more money yeah.
1: in the bank account. Yeah, I know. It's
0: weird I don't pay tithes, and it seems like I've got holes
1: in my, pocket. in my pockets.
0: That's yeah. That's so how you want to say, yeah, holes
1: in your pockets. Yeah. Who said, Well, yeah, but I'm I'm
0: making the same amount of money, I don't understand. What if, when that
1: refrigerator broke down and you had to replace it?
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What if, see, that would be a hole in your pocket. Mm -hmm. I'm still making the same amount of money, I just don't understand. Everything's breaking,
2: everything's going Mm back. Yeah, it's a good thing I didn't pay tires. It's a good thing, but yeah, that's right? how we do it. I means- can't pay oh. tithes. i got to pay for it. Brother, if you pay
0: for tithes, that free rate my money can down.
1: Because
2: <laughs> you got holes
1: yep. in your pockets right now. Yep, yep, yep. yep. All of a
0: sudden, that vehicle, praise <laughs> God. Oh, you could swear that sounds brand new, just running great.
1: Yes. Wow, well, thank you, Jesus. Shoot, I even rode my bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Things just seem
0: to last
2: longer. Yeah. It works. It, it
0: does. Works. All right. Yes. All right. All right. But you
1: can still pay time and Things still break. Yeah, you can. You can. can. Yeah. Stuff still happens. Yeah. It's just, sometimes it
0: just happens. I want these people to think.
1: It <laughs> right. It don't work. It's not like a <laughs> no, magic. No, uh, they last longer. It, but it. That's just
2: life. Thank just you. just right.
0: life. Yeah, but 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 you're blessed. The, the Lord's not refrigerator. Yeah, the yeah. Lord. The I mean, Lord is faithful. Jesus. And even if. You doing everything right and stuff still so just falling apart. The Lord's gonna provide. Yeah, mm-hmm. will. The Lord will provide. I love David said. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Yes. And I've never seen God see begging for bread. Yeah. You may not have everything you think you need, everything you want. But he hadn't forsaken you nor he never will forsake you and you won't be begging for bread